Hello everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Altai Cafe podcast by Altai Chennai South chapter. In our podcast, we have been discussing about various language skills, teaching and learning uh, involved in them, challenges and the benefits of it. Today's episode is about reading. In our classes, particularly reading classes are often very quiet. Of course, people are reading. We generally don't hold conversations and read at the same time. And uh, teachers generally like quiet classrooms, so quite indicative of learning taking place. This is true in many cases, but there are some drawbacks in such quiet classes. First, they are not interactive, and uh, it's been shown that when there is an interaction between students and teachers or students students, it leads to greater processing of the content and therefore more learning. In addition, it's not. Uh, it's difficult to assess whether learning is taking place when there is a quiet reading happening, because uh, non-interactive classes basically sometimes uh, students may read or may not read, and most of the time students find it boring also. So, how do we make it reading more interesting and make sure learning also happens? So today's episode is about how to go about teaching reading. Now, when we talk about reading, there are different types of reading. Like, uh, what are the uh, three three major types? I would say, like uh, first we learn to read, then maybe reading for pleasure, uh, reading to learn. So today we are going to talk about reading to learn. What is reading to learn? Reading to learn is providing learners the opportunity to gain knowledge of a subject. and improving the reading experience for educational access and success reading to learn needs a set of strategies that enable teachers to support all students in their classes to read course materials at the levels they need to succeed students learn in each subject area by reading to learn to learn the content of each curriculum area through the materials their teachers have chosen teachers use the text that students are expected to read in each subject area to guide them to learn through reading and to demonstrate what they learned through writing reading to learn enables teachers to balance the curriculum demands for covering the content with teaching essential skills that students need to read and ensures that all students are well prepared for further education work and life in general reading to learn even can start even from home in the early years for ch- of children we can actually train them to become independent uh, readers of text successfully like uh, we can use illustrated uh, story books to improve skills such as comprehension word recognition letter form- formation and sentence construction etc as the child grows we can use more complex text and supports the child's developing understanding of concepts such as inference perspective and audience See, generally, literacy skills are important to enable students to engage in learning and demonstrate their understanding across the curriculum. However, many students have difficulty acquiring the necessary reading, uh, comprehension, and writing skills to access curriculum content, as well as to successfully demonstrate what they have learnt. A challenge for teachers is to provide opportunities for individual students to develop their skills in reading. while at the same time teaching the knowledge understanding and skills of their subject to achieve this that is why we are saying learning to read is uh, used there are four stages in action when we are doing the reading preparing for reading 
detailed reading, note making, joint construction. These are the four stages. What, let's see in detail what are these four stages. The first stage, preparing for reading. In general, the class should spend the first part of a lesson to prepare for reading. After briefly revising the student's background knowledge, the teacher uses notes previously prepared to provide a verbal summary of the text, paragraph by paragraph or sentence by sentence. Text is then read aloud and discussed. The second stage is detailed reading. Typically, majority of a lesson is spent on detailed reading to deepen students' understanding and control over the written language. Third stage is note making. The same amount of time can be spent on writing the information as notes in point form. The final stage is joint construction. It is recommended that classes practice writing a text together as often as time allows using the joint construction strategy. This could involve notes that the class has built through reading in previous lesson. Reading to learn not only allows students to gain knowledge of your subject, but to read in a guided manner to build competency and confidence to prepare them for transitioning to the next phase of their lives. See, this is basically the learning to reading to learn phase. So what, for that, we need to also check out what are the different uh, strategies involved? Uh, like, uh, let's say, you know, when, when you're reading to learn experiences, for example, in an English, if you could see, a student should know um, like uh, modern and literature, heritage, uh, modern literature, uh, prose and play like that, to that level. This is for a year seven student. You could see this as an example. Uh, like uh, Treasure Island, that kind of uh, books you should be familiar with. But when we are uh, reading to learn, the text matters a lot. Now, when we are talking about text like content area, subject area text, that that itself is very challenging. There are There is a reading gap that exists when you are trying to understand the text. That reading gap is caused by the age uh, sections. Let's say it's called as arduous, arduous or a hard eight sections the first would be the background knowledge now as the sheer range of necessary knowledge to understand the given text you know you need to have some background information about the text to give an example little women is a story uh, which all of us have read in our uh, school days either in the average or in the detailed form but a student who is not familiar with the english culture will find it very difficult to relate to the story and even understand certain context uh, certain context in the story because of its lack of cultural understanding that background knowledge so that can become an obstacle in itself in understanding a text second is the range and complexity of vocabulary including the word length the words can actually flummox a reader even a simple uh, comics book has sometimes uh, words that has lot of cultural back, uh, cultural details which a student if he is not familiar will find it very difficult the usage of certain words very complex words even in comics books it is there or uh, use of abstract imagery and metaphoric language this is the third uh, third step i would say the gap which could cause a gap like uh, the difference between native and non-native speaker is use of such uh, abstract imagery idioms metaphoric language that actually causes a problem so that can become a problem and fourth one that could become an obstacle is the sentence length and the syntax 
uh, that itself if it's too lengthy uh, students students find it easier to understand simpler sentence not compound or even the narrative the whole text structure itself can become a problem you know that the, they were they are not able to relate to the narrative style or the genre sometimes the genre style is not very familiar maybe the epistolary kind of a novel they couldn't some students cannot relate to it so it depends that such genre can also become a problem a biographical account some people are more comfortable with a biographical account than uh, historical fiction or uh, the seventh obstacle would be the scaffolds whether the absence of scaffold can be a problem like in a complicated text if there is a inbuilt gloss that helps the learner to understand the text better the absence of gloss can become a problem the final uh, section which can become an obstacle is the text length sometimes see longer texts have lot more information but uh, longer text necessarily doesn't mean it's easy to understand so when we are trying to choose a text it is not like you just select a text and give them that doesn't work people will not find it easy all these areas would definitely create a problem so we need to adopt certain reading strategies for them to uh, help the learners overcome these obstacles those scaffold lot of scaffolding has to be done for learners to understand that understand the complex text we have to teach the learners meta cognitive skills and how like they should be very consciously knowing uh, know how to approach complex text the first one that vocabulary how to deal with vocabulary there are various strategies to teach vocabulary there is one model called frayer's model which deals with teaching vocabulary in a very infographic style you know uh, place the term or the new word in the middle and there is a square draw a square a square and in the middle of the square you have the new con- new term new term or the new word for which you don't know the meaning top left is left for the definition we write write the definition of the new word in the top left and in the top right is about the major characteristic features of that particular new word and in the left uh, top bottom left you have examples the usage how the new word is used and uh, in the bottom right you have non examples meaning antonyms like uh, even when you are uh, finding a meaning through a thesaurus or in the dictionary it usually gives the meaning as synonym as well as antonyms so that we can understand the word better this is frayer's model for uh, teaching vocabulary there are other ways also simpler quicker uh, short method shortcut methods like you know the teacher writes a new word on the board she actually she or he practices the in the helps in the pronunciation also then provides a simple definition by giving uh, some kind of an illustration by trying to relate it with their background knowledge and then tries to give examples of the usage so that the the meaning is reinforced again this is more quicker style apart from the frayer's model apart from this for the vocabulary there are other reading strategies uh, one such strategy one set of strategy is uh, monk's walk strategy it is called monk's walk strategy suggested by monk and uh, in there, there are six strategies here in this uh, first one is like uh, teacher reads as the teacher reads the teacher reads and student follows it's like more of a younger level we try reading round make it like a game where you ask students to read read aloud or accountable independent read is like uh, asking them to choose the key points and read that aloud you know read the passage and probably identify the key character uh, key features of the paragraph and then read that aloud and spotlighting vocabulary and try to find the meaning contextual as well as discrete meanings and cultural context the background knowledge of the passage and uh, check for their understanding by making them summarize the passage by writing it 
whatever they read they need to write this is some of the strategies suggested by the uh, linguist monks walk and this academic reading when you come to academic reading academic reading has its own strategies see basically when uh, it is academic reading is making sure that we use the real life authentic text in the classroom see allowing students to access these texts help them to improve their subject knowledge as well as their reading comprehension that is the basic reason for using such authentic text it also allows students to see how the subject and topic are relevant in the real world this helps to build curiosity about the world around them this academic uh, academic text exposes students to higher level of critical thinking and vocabulary as opposed to simplified chunks uh, simplified chunks of information and because of this they build knowledge as well as cultural capital so when we talk about uh, five strategies of academic uh, reading is first is the pre reading uh, pre in the pre reading stage making predictions looking at the title and making predictions or looking at the diagrams or visuals trying to build on the background knowledge that is the first stage next uh, three stages are during reading phase so asking the second stage would be asking questions you know trying to be curious about what you are reading probably you'll have to change the predictions which you made earlier try to reread that happens at the second stage third stage focuses on the vocabulary you know contextual meaning of the words uh, the prefixes suffixes root words used so what are the meanings it is conveying what is it adding on to the passage that would be the third phase fourth one is also conducted during the during reading phase basically noting down the points in bullets like uh, noting down the major key points of the passage this is where note making stage this is equivalent to the note making stage we mentioned earlier and uh, the final one would be after reading summarizing the text that's what whatever we read we try to uh, collate it summarize it so that we check for understanding in the written format so that would be the strategies for academic reading now all this uh, reading and academic reading is fine but there are learners sometimes who need some extra help for the struggling readers what should we do they also should be represented in our lesson plan like when we are planning for lesson there should be space given for that extra support for such students uh, even that we call one is called the positive bias uh, seating plan you know trying to make them sit with a group of people uh, mix them with heterogeneous learners so that there are good ones and not so good ones so that peer help is given so group group learning is encouraged and depending on the need the teacher can even adjust the reading instead of giving the complete uh, complex passage the bullet points the key points can be given for such learners so that they understand it easier and or probably highlight the keywords so that they focus on those particular uh, sentences and words to help in understanding the passage and or uh, probably give a extra gloss you know maybe there is not enough glossary of terms in the text probably give an additional glossary of terms to support the their understanding and uh, focus it can also be subject specific you know there might be words that related to the subject so for that also we can give help uh, these are some of the Uh, techniques taken by uh, suggested by Alex Quigley. Apart from this, there are uh, other such practices for teaching reading. Like first, you need to assess the level of students, then choose the uh, their level. What is, choose the text that suits that particular level, and that material should also be interesting. Not just suiting the material, I mean their level, but also should be interesting from the student's point of view. And uh, then before you give that. text we need to build on their background knowledge this is a pre reading activity we should do before every reading class so 
you need to build the background knowledge. If it is not there, we need some kind of an activity to build on that. Then expose different discourse pattern because I said one of the obstacle was the form, the structure of writing, narrative form or what kind of narrative, that can be a problem. So we need to give an exposure to them, what are the different discourse patterns so that they have, they become familiar with that. And one other help we can give in case of uh, struggling readers are making them work in groups so that they can read aloud with each other, discuss the material, ask questions, find meaning for difficult words and try to help them make connection with other disciplines or outside world or to other students. Sometimes we can make them act, it, act out or bring in something connected to that particular topic. And we always should be giving them extended practice for the reiterating the vocabulary and grammar. And uh, we can have an assess assessment formally as well as informally. Maybe start with informal and then formal assessment. These are some of the techniques where we can teach reading and in, a, in our class for our tertiary level learners and it, it can even go to the primary level, not necessarily tertiary level. With this, I think this podcast comes to an end. I hope you got some interesting ideas to try it out in the class. Actually, as a teacher, when we try out, uh, uh, we try to inculcate reading habit among our students so that that would be the extension of this. We will have uh, discussed books in other, other such episodes related to reading. Thank you, friends. See you in the next episode.